I'm here for part two of Lost Under Heaven, episode two, not part two person, because I would say that like the two of them, I think that Ebony's in charge and Ellery is the instrument and Ebony is like the, the driver. And Ellery has been like completely reformed over the last chapter, over this, you know, few years. And Ebony's got the vision. And so we separated the episodes to, to do them isolated. And this is a real treat for me. Um, hopefully you listened to the episode last week with Ellery. It was really funny. I wrote you just now that like Nick Cave wrote his red hand files right before Ellery and I talked. And then again, just now, right before you talk, you and I talked, it's like he times it for us. Yeah. It's like the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, <laughs> he's giving us our, our nourishment so that we can, <laughs> so that we have our, our vocabulary, our, our, we were our ability to connect. Yeah. No, I really, really like this letter. I think there's a lot of like little wisdoms within there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was telling you just now, like, yeah, I've been doing this a lot now. I've been doing it every day, and um, I have like a backlog of episodes. I have like a week's worth of episodes ahead of 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 time now. Um. And that has allowed me to now, so I was like running a couple minutes behind and just like getting my tea ready and, you know, uh, because I'm juggling now, now I'm like recording the show. Today is a crazy day because I'm recording the show. I have a session on one of the songs that I'm finishing that I want to put out like top of June. Um, or not quite, that's a little ambitious, but like in three weeks, I would say, um, and I'm like finishing editing a film and that's all going on like in the same day. And, and then I woke up thinking there were tejones that attacked my terrace last night. But really it wasn't, <laughs> we're safe. It was just that uh, my housekeeper came and was cleaning things ahead of time, but I got here and it was like a fucking, you know, it was like a bunch of skater punks came and partied last night and Trash the place. Trash the place. Yeah, but no. So, so have you been um, constantly like keeping yourself busy within this period, schedule-wise? Quite so, intrigued to see how you are experiencing this. Right. Of course, it's it's such a. This has you know been one of the most enriching kind of like points of 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 connection on this time because to see how we each react, how we each handle this how we each uh, flow. Cause I think that it's not just, you know, now, now we've cycled, you know, now we're like, like I've certainly cycled, I've cycled a few times now. Um, so as I, I was saying to you before uh, we started recording, like this is like the first, this is probably the first, you know, or definitely, definitely. This is the first week that I have like more than one thing at once. And it's only been the last few weeks that I've had like anything. I was very quiet for a while. Um, I was, I was, I, I never did nothing. I was always like writing or working on music or something, but I was like not talking to anyone. I was, I was talking to very few people and yeah. 
you know, wake, waking up and, and exercising for an hour and swimming for, for 40 minutes and then like meditating for 25, but sitting on the terrace in the sun for like 90 minutes and just reading like, and then just like my days were just very flat and, and meditative. Like I, I genuinely did not speak to, I didn't have, I didn't have anyone in my house for the first two months. Um, I didn't like, I didn't have like meals with people until about two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm completely isolated. We have like, there's no cases anywhere near like our region. We're in Jalisco, which is like a really healthy state. The governor's really on top of it. So we're, and then we are, we're all the way by the water, like, and we have checkpoints. So you can't get yeah, yeah. us without like proving that first of all, you've been tested. And second of all, that you, um, you live here and I'm like the only renter here. There's like very few people here who are not residents. Uh, and there's only a hundred people here. So we're like, we've all been here for three months and we're all super safe. So now I've started, now like I've started socializing. I've started doing the show. I'm submitting my film to Venice. I'm starting to release music. So now it's like all of a sudden I've got like my flow of like what my new world is, you know, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy that I'm like building this, like I'm still in the same place, but now I'm not like, I, it's funny after you I'm talking to like my meditation teacher who's in Idaho yeah, yeah. so I'm like get it. I'm like figuring out where that fits in to like I'm by myself still I'm isolated but I'm doing stuff and this is the first now I'm figuring that out I don't know yeah well it's really interesting because I think in the beginning when like around March because me and Ellery just got back from Berlin like we went on a trip right. for my birthday and then we got back we both got really ill think we might have like caught the virus but then after that the whole kind of like lockdown period started to mm -hmm. like hone in and stuff and first you kind of like continue as usual especially like creatively because it isn't that like different from how we work normally we, we live in the countryside and we just like work from home and then it's just minus like the social interaction basically. Yeah. But then you start to let the moment seep a little bit more in and kind of feel and understand like this is not just like a normal thing. This is happening. Like everyone mm -hmm. across the world is going through a similar experience. And it's quite like it's like a roller coaster, right? Because you go through different kinds of emotions. Absolutely. And I started to realize that I tapped in into a lot more of like an intuitive way of working mm -hmm. and before that it was quite like scheduled because we were like working on new music we're working on a web series and i'm quite like busy busy and then you started up. just like reacting and devoting focus to what you sort of naturally were drawn to yes yeah, more like okay today i feel like uh, i'll i would work on music but then there's other things that would come up like writing or mm -hmm. drawing like things that i've not touched for quite a long time right but where i'm more like i wouldn't like schedule it in day by day but more mm -hmm. on the day itself kind of like feel out like okay today i feel i want to move towards this or i want to want to just focus on not doing anything and just like sit and see how i feel and I think that was a very kind of like really relieving kind of feeling and moment for me. Had you, I think that, that's I new. Worked, yes. It's not new. It's been like quite, because we've been working quite constantly, very like rigidly, like Ellery 
it's quite like hands-on loves to work do a lot and for me creatively I like to venture slowly into like research and like I'm a lot more slower and like um, mindful about the approach it's like you surround the creative you. with all these different elements that you don't know exactly yeah, what I they may to, be and then when you find it you go yeah and I need to exist within that world basically uh-huh. and once I'm in there I'm very comfortable and I and like I can work my way I'm probably somewhere in between you two with that because I I do that too. Um, I spend a tremendous amount of time. I didn't do it for my whole life, but I've been doing it, especially since, you know, we've known each other, but I've been living that way creatively for a while where I will dedicate time to something that there's no direct line to where it goes. You know, there's no, like, I'm going to go take this trip that I know that like, this is a work trip. You know, this is not just a, this isn't, isn't a big, like, part of my life because I've been traveling so much for the last few years people will be like oh is it vacation you know and I'm like oh it's not it's not exactly vacation you know I'm going to this specific yeah. place for a specific <laughs> reason like it's enjoyable it's you know it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not uh I'm not like but your mind schedule. is always yeah I'm doing something like like when I was supposed to be in Japan yeah. at this time I'm like drinking my yame tea like yeah. <laughs> I was, when I went to Japan a year ago at this time, like it wasn't a vacation. It was like a, you know, it was a, an immersion. It was a journey. It was a, there was, there was a directive for myself. I was, oh my God, I was in heaven, but it's not it, 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 even take this right now. I didn't come here. I didn't mean to be here for four months, but I came here for two weeks and I didn't come here for two weeks for a vacation. I came here for two weeks to give myself a specific, uh, situation you know of thinking of 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 breathing and to make stuff everything is about making stuff for me and i think for 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 you two also and even when you're just sitting quietly like it's about making your world making your life i've found that as a challenge and i mean that's why you know i i love you guys and i i I was telling like i was talking to my um my ex-girlfriend about you the other day and I was like I was like I feel like they're like the, they're like my like spiritual like siblings you know and 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 you would love her so much like you guys would just I, I was t- telling her because you would like we broke up before I saw you guys in New York like what like long before um and I just like I really wanted y'all to connect but like it didn't happen but maybe it'll happen at some point but um she thinks about things that way. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love, like, I've had to, I've had to make my world smaller over the last few years on, you know, I've, I've, I've loved making my world smaller over the last few years. And I know you have too. And that's why, like, I relate to you so much and Ellery, like, and what, what choices you've made, what cuts you've made, what sacrifices, what focus you've created where like, it's hard to explain why I needed to be in Japan for two months last year, you know, that it's not a vacation, that it's like something else. And that, no, I didn't like make an, make a, make a film while I was there. That's not what I was, you know, I, I wasn't recording everything. I wasn't creating content. I was creating something, you know, I was creating something else and I wouldn't be making what I'm making today without that. Yeah. And without this trip, you know, it's all things that we build. And it's hard to explain that to other people. So, so I don't, you know, so I talk to you and I talk to like the few people <laughs> I talk to because you understand, but most people don't yeah. Do you think that this is going to like that. Well, is- or my, I think 
No, I was just going to say, do you think other people are going to start to understand that now because of like quarantine and stuff? I do think they, well, it's really interesting because obviously there has been a lot of time for self-reflection and a lot of people have like not like stopped their day-to-day life for that kind of moment. And I think it's incredibly important to be kind of like aware and dive deep within yourself to either see if there's stuff you need to work on or and also like um i don't know i like really hope we we have taken something from this moment because i don't think it's the last thing that's going to happen i I just right before i had a bad morning before i'm talking to you like now i'm happy that i'm talking to you but like the morning was shitty i was like ranting on my instagram about new york and the way that people are handling this and you know i do not want to go home I have no interest. I don't think I'm going to go home until next year, honestly. Um, I think I'm going to be between, you know, Mexico and Europe for a while because of the attitude. I'm just, everyone is like over it and just like, oh, they're they're just, they're basking in their insecurities and they're like wanting to get back to this and that. And like, man, like you said, like, I don't think this is over. I don't think the worst has hit us. Yeah. It's really it's really interesting because i've been like following astrology a lot and there's a lot of really heavy like transits happening which Mm -hmm. haven't happened in like our lifetime basically so there's like uh, at the beginning of this year there was a saturn pluto conjunction which is quite like a big deal which normally happens around every around every 34 years but it's in the sign of capricorn and the last time it's been in Capricorn is was like in this, I think it was around like the 1500s. Wow. And it's really interesting because Capricorn is all about like power, structure. So that means the time of, of year like the that these things are happening? Sorry? That means, that means that's based on the, like these cosmic things are happening at, at a certain time of year, which means it's in Capricorn. Yeah, it's like okay. a transit. So now it's Saturn and Pluto, which are mm-hmm. kind of like outer, outer planets, smaller. They are kind of like, they've been going through Capricorn for a bit, but they've been conjunct. And uh, right. it's, it's a really heavy aspect that's really karmic. And it's all basically about the kind of like deconstructing of all our uh, political structures, economic structures, like everything you kind of see crumbling down slowly. Like through this whole moment, we've we've seen example like the market plummeted, and right. and there's a lot of like power things coming up like corruption, corruption of power, okay. and that conjunction sets off a new kind of like energy and tone for like the next kind of years and decades to come. And then there's another big one in December, which is like Saturn and Jupiter, and they they all carry like they basically move through so we've been an earth energy like capricorn quite a lot and we're slowly moving through to like aquarius energy which is air so that's a whole different it's going to be a whole different energy so we're kind of finding ourselves in like a middle point of like a transition which is if you look at this moment it's really like the caterpillar just like it's been consuming 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 mm. And it's now in a chrysalis, like the cocoon, to transform into something new. And if you look 
in that way to this moment i think there is a lot of lessons and even the way how you relate to everything that's happening around us and i found that astrology has been really helpful in kind of like thinking in cycles and just understanding that what's happening above in the planets reflects within us and in the world around us so how do you how does that bake into your individual you know life your your personal flow Uh, i guess like just being more aware of these things and then I think it was like since three years ago, I got into kind of astrology, like the base kind of sun stuff. So your personality mm-hmm. and this taps kind of into the new, the newsletter from Nick Cave where he talks about identities. It's like understand. Oh, good. Understand you read. Cool. <laughs> Cause he talks about being born between <laughs> star signs. Be- yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, so you start with your sun sign and you start to see like your character and then you can look at your moon sign, which is about emotions. Your rising sign is about how other people perceive you. And then I started looking into my birth chart and you just start to see things like patterns. We're like, okay, that's interesting. That's how I, how I am. And also in the sense of like the more negative traits you have, for example, you kind of like start to act as a mirror. So I become aware of the things I do through like reading and seeing what's within my birth chart. And then I think, well, I I really love to dive deep into into myself and kind of like work and understand and like rediscover and recreate recreate myself, I guess. Yeah, well, you're doing it every day. Yeah, and I think it's like kind of the information and the stuff I get from that feeds back into the creative, pro- like creative process, the stuff we do with Lost on the Heaven, the songwriting. It's all kind of like very reflective of everything that's currently going on, and I think more so, it, like it falls more into place than ever for me. Everything we kind of like talk about. I've never studied these things, but most of my favorite people do and i've always kind of kept it as something um as something that i stay outside of and i allow like 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 i'm i ask you and like my ex-girlfriend it was, oh yeah you know what i'm thinking of this time where outre nevu who's like one of my favorite artists and my ex-girlfriend uh they were supposed to be in a film together that that i made i made a film a couple of years ago now it's two years ago and and i never i made it to not show anyone and i didn't even show him and he's in it um and we broke up bianca and i but uh so she was never in it and i recast her with my friend rada um but I remember in the build-up to the film, uh, Adley, Outrenez-vous, and Bianca were both, like, the work was talking, like, birth charts and star signs and stuff. Because they were both feeling, they were sensing, in, in what I wrote, they were reading into it, their, you know, theirs and my, like, I was basically having him play and her play, I was having him play aspects of me and her play transference for me. So like things that she was representing, things that 
like seeped into me and he was representing like parts of that parts of the things that happened that I reacted to those things seeping into me. Uh, and they were using the way that they were, uh, like taking my character notes, if you will, you know, they were taking that into the, the universe. And it was funny because both of them were doing the same. They, they both react. I have these emails with both of them separately. And they both reacted the same way where they were reading like what it means. And that was how they were informing creative decisions. Like when I would ask questions about like, like, like what, you know, objective, like I, I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't do like, you know, acting technique, but um, you know, just to simplify it, like, like things like that, like how, like what emotion you bring to this, you know, this line um, they were using that to craft their, the rest of the character. And I thought that was really cool. And I was really, really like engaged with that as a whole world that like I was gaining access to through them because they're really attuned to it and I'm not. But I, in my unconscious way, am doing it anyway, you know, as, as you would probably be able to identify. Like we do these things whether we know or not, whether we're doing it, whether we study it or not, like we're, we're representing it, presenting it, I would say, rather yeah. than representing. And I guess we just have like certain behaviors, almost like programs within us because we've been doing them for so long. Right. We're like unaware of these kind of things sometimes. And once you become aware, you start to see, and you're like, but, this aspect shouldn't hold me back if i have like i I might have my uh i have pisces and mercury so i am a little bit of a uh scattered like conversationist like i have oh it's like all over the place but if i'm aware of that and then i can like i've never thought work through it or on it to <laughs> it's like sometimes i think i've got a lot better at it like more calm in the sense of like thinking talking but before i could get quite like nervous in trying to express myself but i guess over the years just like and also like working together and being in a relationship is also like a fantastic way of doing like shadow work because you're constantly having a mirror there and i think oh, that's what i've really yeah. really enjoyed and it's also really confronting, but it's really kind of like you That's learn life. so much about yourself yes. and each other. I think it's um, just, this is such a broad way to look at, you know, being alive, but making things and having, and, and partnership are like, when I look at people and I see, okay, so I'm, so there's this couple here who I've become close with now in, in a couple in Koreas, they're like actually probably around my age, like in their mid thirties and they have four children. Well, one, one passed away, but they have, they have three living children and they've had a, a fourth. Um, and I look at them and like very simply just the fact that they do that is like, I respect it so much. Like it takes so much to live with another person to be mirrored constantly to have all of that 
you know, cycled every day. You have to rinse through your entire identity, not alone, but to another person. You have to justify it and you have to make it functional every day with this other person and with them, you know, with four people. Um, and I think of the same thing with art where people who make things and, and, and it can be art. It can also be like this, this guy, for example, like he makes greenhouses and, you know, making greenhouses, it's the same thing as, as making songs, you know, it's, 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 there's different part, different muscles that we're using, but we're making things and we're accountable. And, and I love, you know, I want to be around the people who are accountable to themselves, to their identity, you know, like, cause there is no identity. It's just actions. And if you are quiet, if you are, uh, if you're not pressed to exercise those muscles constantly, then you think about identity and, and, and you can't think about identity because it doesn't exist. There is no identity. There's no intention. There's no ideology. None of these things matter. There's just doing stuff. So I like people who it's funny, like I had in the last 24 hours, like two catch-ups with friends and one was like, you must be married by now. And the other like never thinks I'm going to get married. And it was funny to see why they thought those things um, and you know, I've always been a relationship person, but people don't realize that. Like I've always been super, super commitment. Like, like, yes, like I'm, I'm always, I'm most of my life I've been in a committed relationship, but people don't realize that. Like I keep it quiet and it's because of that. It's because of, I like being, I like building every decision toward a frame, a framework. And the same thing with making art, you know, like if I'm making a film, like I got to make it like work for the world. If I'm doing this show, you know, I could, I could, I could pop off on my fucking, I, I could have people over for dinner and pontificate, you know, and, and hold court and talk my, my ideas, but it's not really held accountable. Cause I could just bring in whoever, like I, you know, whoever's going to tell me what I need to hear. But I want my idea. I want to be held accountable for my ideas, and I want them to interact with the world. So I want to make things out of them. And I, th I think of partnership. I think of like love and relationships and art, like as the same kind of process. So like what you and uh, you've described it. You know, your your Patreon with the writing has now like like I've known these stories for a while, but like you're really revealing it to the rest of the world now about how you've come together, where it started and how like your relationship has evolved alongside because of and dictated the art making. And it's really beautiful. Um, you know, I've like, like only lovers left alive. Like I've always, I've always thought of you guys with that, this sort of apocalyptic love vision and and I love how you represent your your arc as a couple represents to me that connection of like love, partnership, and and art. 
and I'm sorry, I'm like Shoot. going all over it, but like, yeah, like, like I'd love to talk about that, <laughs> about where you started with that and how it evolved from like, you like each other romantically into making things and then back and forth, like, and how that juggling goes. Yeah. I think that happened quite quick, actually. I'm really naturally because we, we met like, we met in 2012, end of 2012. And then um, that year after Ellery moved to Amsterdam in like mid, mid that year. And then from there on, we first just like enjoyed being together, lived together, like loved together. And from then on, we kind of like started sharing ideas, talking about stuff that like lighting up the fire and like mm-hmm. it's same interests. And from there on, like Ellery started working on new music and he, heard me sing at some point and I never really like sung before so for me that was quite like a new door opening like a new creative door opening. in the beginning you were the visual partner that was how it was yeah yeah I studied yeah it was like I studied like visual arts back in Amsterdam that's my kind of like background um but started to incorporating like performance music and and like singing more which is really kind of like worked really liberating for me because I basically opened up another part of my persona mm-hmm. if you look at it like that and that's absolutely like, yeah. you, know, you get challenged and I think what I really like in life and like meeting different people is that they challenge you and they open up things within you that you maybe you know they're there but you need like an extra kick to kind of like activate them and yeah I think also I would just say alchemy yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess at the point where we are at now, like working on the kind of like we work on a lot of music, but after the two albums, I think it's been a very transitionary kind of like period because those the first record was really more a transition of like Ellery stopping what he did before and going into a new project with me. And for me, it was all quite new. So I kind of stepped into a whole new world, kind of like had to feel my way like how how do I want to exist within this kind of like um, world? And the second album was a pr- was an interesting process. Also, it was a bit more like used to it, but the kind of like making of the album had a lot more of like tension and friction in it. Like I really lo- I really loved all the, the work we've created because it's very reflective of periods in time. But I think we're at a moment now where we are both falling into place in a very balanced way that it's coming more from both of us. If you do you understand what I mean? Uh, to, to give a little context to what Ebony's sort of dancing around that I'll just like straight up say directly, like she's not talking about conflict between her and Ellery. Like I, I know the stories, so <laughs> just like she's talking about conflict within the sort of uh how they fit into the world and how they fit into the music industry and the art making community where you know they have from the beginning really like been something else but they were signed to a traditional you know really cool but like traditional indie record label and they had a producer who produces a ton of records and you know great records and and oh my god like some, some that we really admire, but this just didn't work. 
and they were doing something else. And I, you know, th- one of the reasons I talked about this with Ellery, why, why we connect is like, I came to those same decisions and, uh, you know, I, I was in touch with them during the making and, and release of their, during the, the period, the cycle, whatever of their second album. And, and they were, you know, this was not a fun period for you guys. And it was beautiful to get art out into the world, but it just did not feel like, I love the record. Uh, there was never a time where I thought the music was like, was less than, but I just, when I, when I would talk to you, like, yeah, you just, you, you were always, you were in a transitional moment, as you said, and you were looking for yeah. where the next, you know, your, what, what your next world is. And, and you just knew it was not this. Yeah. You knew you were not going like to do the touring feel, album recording yeah. cycle. You just weren't going to do that anymore. It has been really important to have done it because obviously, yeah. of course, you, we've learned so much through it. And because of all oh, these experiences, sorry to, we... The, the last part, I'm sorry, sorry to step on you, but like the last part is that the second album, uh, Ebony like became really like, it wasn't just visuals. Ebony was singing equally to Ellery and this was a huge, huge, like, uh, step up in their creative collaboration. It wasn't like Ellery's record that Ebony was inspiring and shaping. It was like really, really collaborative. And if you listen to the album, Ebony is, you know, the first single released is Ebony and, and, and it's like her voice is really coming into the forefront. Sorry. I, I just wanted to like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it's just interesting to, again, being just in this moment of like very long reflection, like time to think about all these things and just looking back at the period, I think we were also very, just kind of trying to work out a very kind of like more, isolated and to ourselves to work out what this would be and where we wanted to go we, we knew there was creatively something like stronger within us that needed to come out and we felt quite like repressed in that sense just being stuck in the yeah. cycle it's like what you said and knowing that there's 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 going to be new ways and there, that that's what we like and sometimes you just gotta trust that feeling and take a risk and it's been really kind of like, it's stressful to think like that. But then also you're like, well, we don't really have anything to lose. So why shouldn't we just take that risk and mm-hmm. try like walk down the path that's not a path yet, but we can turn it into a It path, was really like, cool talking to them during this period. Like we got, I'm so happy that we got to spend a bunch of time together during this period. It was really like inspiring because you guys are so ahead of me. I feel in like your ability to connect ideas and craft. And I was still in like a, like I, we were both in transitional phases, but you were way ahead of me and just like being able to make things and hearing the way that you spoke about it at that time, being so okay with this journey that like, yeah, you know what? Like this world is not meant for us in the way that it is. And we got to make stuff, but we don't know how we're going to make stuff. And you know, we're going to figure it out. And like that, I just, I was just like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And um, it was very cool to be able to connect with like, I've always been able to connect with like industry people and, and people behind the scenes that way, but I haven't related to them in the same way. And, and it, 
it's these two people in many, many ways that allowed me to embrace, like, I do not really know. I know if I keep making music the way that I did before, I know that there's a place for it. I know there's Spotify playlists that'll blow me up. But if I make the music that I really do want to make, that sounds honestly more like, you know, it's more in the vein of yours. I don't know what to do with it. But both of us, you know, we got to go figure that out. And that's, you know, what we've been doing. And we don't know yet. And now the world doesn't know yet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I've wanted to say something, but it slipped, my, it slipped out of I'm my sorry. mind. But <laughs> um, let me just think. You were talking about like your um oh i remember go so okay like <laughs> i think we're also way more ready to share ourselves and open up with the world through like beautiful being there more kind of like present on on like social stuff and like trying to share more there and also through like collaboration and seeing collaboration as a really really big kind of like player that's going to beautiful. i think in general this kind of like collaboration mind mindset is going to become way bigger in the coming years instead of like this competitive of like oh you're a creator and i'm a creator but mm -hmm. we can just like team up and let our ideas like mix and merge and you yeah. don't know what's going to come out of that and i think that's like Completely whenever we agree. meet new people that's the most like exciting fuel you can get from each other like when we met you it's the same like you've got a really great energy that just like triggers like conversation and ideas and and it's really this is really energizing to have that kind of like stuff around you and really important and i think we need to open up ourselves more to like the idea of collaboration and just like creating together i think the new world is going to be less a series of platforms that we attempt to gain access to like codified by playlists or, you know, channels or whatever, you know, like things that people all look to that have mass mainstream uh, awareness. I think it's going to be less that and more just like we make stuff and we all have like slightly different formats of distribution. And we all kind of just like everyone kind of navigates as, 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 a, as a consumer you navigate to like what you vibe with and, and you find yeah. your way to these slightly different forms of distribution and everyone, like I'm going to have like my infrastructure is going to be wildly different than lost under heavens, but we're going to intersect in an area and we're going to be able to make something through that. And I'm going to be able to point to part of your infrastructure and you're going to be able to point to part of mine. And then there's going to be people who like, get exposed to yours and dive deeper in or just sample the part that I intersect with and vice versa. And I, I think that's like the world. I don't think like, I, I, you know, the way that you have your 222, like your goal for 222 patrons and that point you can like self-sustain. Yeah. I, I think it's like, I was talking to someone, I was having dinner with a, with a, with a girl here in Mexico. Who's like, you know, she says she, she's like really, she's like famous in her region basically here, but like, she's not like famous in the world, but she's famous to like, she walks down the street and people say, what's up, you know? And they know her from like her, but, and I was like, yo, if you get a hundred people who want, you know, what you're putting out there, like you're good. 
like, and turn that hundred into a thousand. And you're like, you're really good. And like, that's, and just make the stuff for, the, for those people. Like, don't worry about competing with the other Instagram influencers, you know, like that's not part of your world. You have your own world. That's what the internet provides. It provides utility tools, access. Like we just don't have to do it that way. Like I was really good at making the thing that everyone saw in, in for that day. That's what, that's what I did before Apple. And that's why I got my Apple job. But like that broke, that's bullshit. That doesn't like marketing. I've said this like basically in every episode, like marketing, mainstream marketing is dead. Like yeah. it's not a job anymore. It's not a thing. Just making stuff is the marketing, I think. Yeah. And going and horizontal. Kind of, yeah. You, you can see that. And like the way like kids and all these tools that are there. There's so many tools which allow you to create very like very, very like little money even. Right. Like if, if anyone in their bedroom can become a filmmaker, can become like can just has access to all of this. And I really love that about like the technology technological development and i think that's a thing to really embrace and like we don't need to do it this kind of like big big epic way anymore there's like complete new ways of getting your stuff out there and and doing it all for from yourself and if you connect with people you just grow and and i believe people like if we support each other you can grow some really beautiful like communities I think that there's a there's a phrase in the music industry called you know impact date that uh, yeah. we've had to deal with for a long time, and I think that's done. I don't think there's a moment there's a sing, you know the, the efficiency of the music industry has worked for many years and and film really all arts on spiking the attention to a certain moment and and you want to make it as 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 specific as possible and as high as possible. You want to get the highest spike possible. That can be, you know, your yeah. opening weekend with a film. That can be the most press possible to trend on Twitter when your album comes out, whatever, you know? And you align all of your resources, your marketing toward getting this one moment where all the information comes out at once and the most people possible get to see all the information at once and then and then it's done and you move on you let that sustain as long as you possibly can which is generally like hours at this point if if not if not a second um and that's it and your whole everyone backing you only only charges forth for that moment and then they move on to the next impact date for the next artist or whatever it may be and that's it and if you, if it doesn't work, like your album doesn't get the impact metrics, the KPI, you know, that the label or whoever it may be needs, if you don't crack that threshold in order to get to the next thing, whatever that may be, like it's done and that's it. And they are no longer engaged and the machine is no longer, is switched off. It's, you know, put in a back room until you go and you, generate food for the next impact date. In the meantime, you're asked to go on the road and, you know, milk whatever the impact date threshold broke you toward. So if that's a hundred tickets in 10 cities, you do that. 
if it's a thousand tickets in 25 cities, you do that, wh whatever it is. And you do it as much as you can until you need to go back to the, it's, you need to go, go back to feed the machine. And I just, I think that's gonna, I don't think we have to do that anymore. It's not sustainable either. It was never, it was so was inefficient never. and disgusting. And like, if you think about it in a resource mode, like, man, it's really bad for, like, I know you're really, really passionate about the environment. Like, it is literally really bad for the environment, like, <laughs> impact yeah. states. But it's just, this is like, this example, it, like, reflects to many more other systems. Like, this is how we have been existing, like, fashion industry. Right. Um, this is how we've been treating the earth also. Like The way that Louis taking, Vuitton burns taking. everything that doesn't sell, <laughs> rather than, you know, just sells it later. Yeah, and kind of just like depleting it from energy like yeah. you especially working creatively you put a lot of energy into it and then to work with like release dates where it just kind of like you peak and it drops really kind of like low which is can be really draining because you're like okay you're looking forward to a moment to share it with people mm -hmm. and once it like kind of like sizzles out or falls flat it I don't know it's just kind of like this weird expectation and I think it's going to be really liberating to think of new ways of just like releasing it but with less like pressure just like sharing it and I like Patreon and stuff just talking and and sharing stuff and that already becomes way more like rewarding it mm -hmm. feels a lot more organic to do and and you get like a reply back from people for those who have it, for those who have the meat, yeah. you know, yeah. like when I said this uh, in the description that I wrote for Ellery's episode, like I knew immediately that there was like text, that there was, that there was meat to this meat I, from Wu Life, you know, from the beginning. And so when Lost Under Heaven came, like I knew that there was like something to this. I knew that I wanted to hear from these people. I knew that like, ideally I would love to know them. And I knew that these weren't just songs. There was more to be learned from this. And that was exciting to me. And that you are now, like, I got to do it. I'm privileged. I got to do it directly. We got to actually, like, I, I got to host your show because I was in a position of, of influence at that time. And, I, like, I, that was a fucking dream. Like, I heard this through Matt Wilkinson. And I was like, and then I reached out to people. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I got to get involved with this. This is so cool. Got a label already. But, like, let me host the show. And I got to do that. And that's how we eventually, you know, became to know each other better. But now what I got access to, special access to, now you're giving access like to everyone through that. And it enriches the material. The songs are now so much. I mean, like your Unites post the other day was really like enriching to just the song Unites. And I wrote a comment actually uh, about like the context of, of how I had heard it and what it meant to me and how learning like where it came from from you makes it even more important and i think like that if you have it not everyone has it some people are just like you know studio musicians making pop songs and stuff yeah. and like that's it there's not much to talk about but but when you have stuff to say when there's meat to all of it like you do not like there's no reason for an impact date because every single day that you wake up i know this you know you and ellery like there's meat to it and you can, you, you should have the position where like y'all just like get inspired, make something and just like speak and that's it. And that should happen every instance that it naturally organically comes to you. Not everyone, but 
the people like you, that's how it should happen. There should be no impact date. You should not be beholden to a calendar that some random group of people that have a million other priorities are placing you into because that's not how you make things. You don't benefit from that anyway. There's no reason to structure it that way because your structure is, is self-made and self-governed. And that's cool that that can happen now. And I want to see, you know, my whole thesis about all this is like, I've said this to you forever. And that's what I was so excited with your visual addition to the, to the pool of like, I don't want to just hear the music. I want to see the poems. I want to read the books. I want to watch the videos. I want to see the movie that they make. I want to have tea. I want to, I want to know all the things that these people are doing. You know, I want to meditate with these people. Like I want to learn the world and, and you're opening that up. That's awesome. Your art is expanding. Your expression is expanding. Yeah. And we also don't want to limit ourselves just to like music. I think we have a lot more to offer exactly. and we, we kind of like start to give that more shape through like, okay, like what platform should we use to express ourselves in the most like fullest way possible, which is like music is just one branch of that tree. There's so much more so to it. So what else is on your mind? Uh, well, we, we made a little start in the beginning of the year with this web series on, right. on the platform of Thomas, like B-View. I think you spoke about it just with yeah. Valerie as well. It's like a, a video platform built on the blockchain. So we, we put that on hold and we're going to continue with that. We have a lot of like ideas of visuals and writing ideas down for films. And I would really like to incorporate a lot more of kind of like a theatrical sculpturesque element to the live shows at some point and it's just kind of like like it's sculpting out this whole world vision we have and, and sharing sharing that through any kind of any form possible yeah we need to figure out what our outlets are and who our partners are that's i yeah. think the biggest challenge and I think that is what makes this time really exciting for me because you can see all the old systems are they're going to crumble over the next coming years and there's going to become like there's going to grow a lot of new potential like literally new stuff we probably are not aware of but it's going to come like we're moving to the age of Aquarius which is really exciting because it's like it's new energy and it has to do a lot with like new technological innovations and kind of like a whole like what collaborative energy again and like very focused on human humanitarian issues and like it's a really kind of like exciting energy of course it has some shadow like darker elements too but every age has that but i think what's the shadow darker feels, stuff um what was it again i think <laughs> well the technological stuff could take over so if we look at what's happening like we have the whole ai stuff and kind of like the data all the data collecting that kind of stuff that could become more of like a, if we wouldn't pay attention to implement more like mindful new laws around all these technologies it could have a really kind of like dark impact so I think that's all new stuff to become like aware of. We have to think about all these new things that are going to appear and like how, how do we interact in a mindful and good way that it's good for health and safety, privacy. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Like I'm, you got to see the bigger picture. Like I think this virus is also 
like it's happening of course but i think there's something way bigger beyond or like beyond what we can think something behind it that will just like set all these things in fact that just it's gonna fall like dominoes like Mm -hmm. like, i have a feeling the whole economic system will kind of like collapse at some point i i think this is like the first of many stones to fall and we have to be prepared and not like that's mindful that like you do meditation to keep yourself grounded within times like this i think it's incredibly important to be aware of you and of your energy and where you let your energy go to and like how what do you consume i think over the next two years we understand a lot better how impactful or thoughts and emotions are i think we aren't fully aware of how powerful these these elements we have within us are and that we're going to learn about this a lot like mm-hmm. we can create with our thought and if you program yourself in a way and you let like you consume news elements and other things that bring a lot of negative energy within your field you're gonna like it's gonna slow you down it's gonna like it's gonna hold you back from what you could truly be who do you talk to regularly (laughs) as friends i've been only talking to a few of my dutch friends Mm -hmm. Not what's going on with that many... like what's the feelings what do you guys talk about um i guess just more day-to-day kind of stuff it's funny because i don't feel i have many friends that are feeling on like sitting on a similar level in the sense of like engagement with this whole like spiritual stuff mm-hmm. and so which is nice these people more from your past you grounded than... and yeah, from when I used to live in Amsterdam, but they're sure. like still. Whenever I go back to the Netherlands, we still like catch up because they're quite like they're good friends. Yeah, like we stay in we stay in touch basically. But it's interesting to remind yourself that not everyone is seeing this kind of bigger picture or the change that's going to come. Of course, which then grounds me back to kind of like, okay, how can I communicate this to to like absolutely yes different people and i think that's very important that's also why i love like i come from a very small village in the netherlands and i think it's i really like looking back at that i like respected more and more because i've been living for quite a long time in a very kind of like narrowed down way of like looking at life but for me i always knew i wanted to like go go to Amsterdam, go study art, go and like saw a wider kind of horizon. But I never kind of like felt the need to judge mm-hmm. the people that are like existing there or wherever. And I think it's given me some kind of like an kind of like a an understanding within that it's like there's not always like a lot of badness behind it but it's just the way people have been programmed what they've consumed all their life how they like and how how they should act how we should behave in certain ways and especially the older generation they've like they've been massively programmed to act in certain ways and i think younger generations are being freed up from this a lot more to like having so much access to information and, and the internet and being more aware of like um 
multiple storylines, like different realities of life, basically. So when you speak to a friend, and I'm talking like as granular as you can think of, like when you speak to a friend from your village or even Amsterdam, just someone who is, you, you are sensitive yeah. to that they are not, you know, whatever, I, I don't want to say expanding because I think that's, 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 ju- that's not nice because it's not that's true. Not right yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, like they are not uh, exploring the things they, that you are exploring. Yeah. Or more just kind of too busy or blinded by the physicalities of life. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, do you understand what I mean with that? I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. So, but then that. So, how do like, you how do you connect? How do you communicate without undermining that? Because you don't want to undermine them. You don't want to just be an asshole. You don't want to just say, "Oh, I'm I'm above you. I'm enlightened." No, because it's not really true. That's not the reality. No, I think well, it's just connecting on a personal level because in the end, we all have feelings, and people will talk about that. So I can listen to that, and in in sharing each other's like feelings and thoughts we you, I can like reflect on that from what I know but I would phrase it maybe differently like I can't just like instantly tell you oh you should check this out or this will blow your mind and you should right. wake up and you're doing it wrong because that is not a way to kind of like invite someone into something they don't know of yet right. and I think it's like you gotta play you gotta put like a seed of kind of like something has to uh, what it, what's the word like it has to trigger their curiosity okay and from there if you share that with them and they might get curious about a certain subject they can at least start their journey for themselves because it's not for me to start your journey mm-hmm. I can share my um, experiences and my viewpoints on, on the situation but in the end it's still you it's going to have to like make a decision and stuff like that. And I think it's like not being, not being pushy to other people, not trying to put your viewpoint so much like onto them, but like gradually welcoming them into a new kind of like part of life, part of reality. I, but we also talk about a lot more like normal stuff. Like yeah. Day to day, of course. That's, day that's day. how we, that's how we, you know, exist together. But you know, what I, the reason why I pursue this thread is because I consider, I just, I think it's all about world building and, you know, we are responsible for our universe and we are responsible for making it what we want to make it. And art, uh, this is, you know, in my Bible, my Paul Schrader Bible of about art, like transcendence can begin with expression, but ends with understanding. Understanding is the point. Expression is not the point. Getting our ideas out is not the point. Making connections and growing that universe is the point. Making it work in whatever way it must work is how we as you know, creators, artists, whatever, ma- makers, just whatever the fuck noun someone wants to use, the action is to figure out the way to make those connections, to create that understanding. That's the action. It's not to get your feelings out. To get your feelings out is like cheaper, you know, is lower. 
and and that that's why you know I, I equate that to what you were just saying about your friends where you know the action is not to turn them on to this meditation practice or astrology or this cool book that you were reading like that no it's to figure out how to for this person it's not even to implant the ideas that that might be the path but you don't know it's to become sensitive to this person's you know life existence feelings aware of what will make their experience what will enhance their experience how your this is this is how i see it you know how your actions can affect their experience in a positive way lead to positive actions for them that's going to make them have a better day and that can take any form and i think that that's a big way to think about making art and relationships and interacting with the world and what it also does is it 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 broadens your uh your you know your paintbrush and your paintbrush can take so many different forms and it can be songwriting it can be video making it can be just conversation and i think it's very important to consider sensitively that other people are living in entirely different contexts and states of mind and they're not necessarily going to read with the same vocabulary that we read and we have to be sensitive to that or like like if you're not you just have to suffer the consequences of being muted and being you know not being heard and i think i think that's what the, you know where the world becomes noisy that's where like liberal and you know left and right politics come in where it's just like like i i i don't like talking about politics because i think generally people take a side and i i just like don't do it that way i just like i i think it's impossible like bjork always talk has talked about this her whole career that like ideology does not exist it's impossible for ideology to exist like with tea there's infinite varietals of tea like nature and nurture what mountain was it uh, when was it picked what did you steam it with what you, you know all these different what kind of water do you use there's infinite variables how can we expect any two people to share all the same ideas to subscribe i'm jewish and therefore, like, I agree with all other Jews about everything. No, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm a Republican. I agree with all the Republicans about all the ideas. No, it doesn't. You create these systems to create, you know, to organize actions. But it's not realistic. It's just a solution to organize. But sensitivity and awareness is what will lead to understanding. I don't know. So, so, so that's, so that's something like I'm always thinking about is like, I have the same conversations that you are talking about. And like, how do I talk? Like, I, I I'm going to talk to my friend Molly later, who I know from, you know, from college and like, we live very different lives, but like, I want to understand her life and I want to relate to her and I want to provide her with something. And it's like, but I, I can't just like talk to her about like, yo, you gotta like do this, you know, fucking music shit. No, it's, she lives a fucking different life. And I have to, conduct myself accordingly yeah and i i think it's also taking the time to just listen mm -hmm. listen to each other instead of like constant like firing conversation firing discussion which is like this, i love discussion but sometimes it's like like a lot of people just want to be like heard and i think also when you live in a outside of the city in a smaller town that's what you like experience and like in the park or in like the supermarkets and just random people start talking to you and the, 
and I'm always mm. o- like you should be open for that and I think it's like there's because there's beauty within that absolutely and these days everyone wants to be constantly like share their thoughts share their likes everything and I think I don't know everyone wants to be right on a certain field but it doesn't it feels too like dividing and it's very black and white and it's very like that you said I don't I'm not vibing with politics that much it's the same for me because it's just like it's another form of like division and pu- putting like putting people against each other right and it's not the way it's, I don't see that as a way forward I'm just me and I'm the only one that this works for, you know, and I don't think it will work. Yeah, or just like else. one one size fits all. Yeah. One size fits all. And that's the same how it works with health healthcare. If you look at that, like mm-hmm. we don't all our bodies aren't all the same. Like you might need different things that will work for you really well. And same for me. And I we ha- I think we have to change our systems to the kind of like looking at each person as like what you said about the tea leaves i think that's a very beautiful kind of like example like Mm. each one is different and like treated differently or comes from a different area but it's like we all need different things to like make us make us in the best way possible make us like nourish this is actually (laughs) right on like so, so i asked ellery this question and you're basically like leading into it, which is, you know, diet. And it's not just food. It's not just what what you eat, but what what do you, what do you give yourself on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, on a monthly basis? What are some things that you think about that, you know, be it exercise, meditation, reading, uh, you know, outdoor time, bullshit time, drinking, like what are the, what are the things that you think about as a person that's like part of your diet? I definitely need to be out in nature like every day, at least like just even if it's like a walk, I think that's very Any specific time? For me in the sense of like, no, 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 it could be any time. Like okay. I could go for a run in the evening or go for a walk in the morning, but it's just, I want to be surrounded by, by just nature and trees. I think it right. works very grounding for me especially being constantly bombarded with information. It's, it's a right. bit of a detox. And then I think, yeah, food diet-wise plays quite a big role. And I think I start to become more aware of, like we already live pretty healthy, but I just around this time started to become more aware of like strengthening my immune system. And just being very aware of like, I'm being more respectful, like towards food instead mm-hmm. of just like mindfully, like we don't, I don't really do that, but it's, I find it a beautiful way to just like take time and respect where your food comes from and like how long it actually takes to grow all of this and how for granted we've taken everything in the way we've been living, especially in Western countries. And um, we have a morning routine. I think that's really important in the sense of like starting yourself up in the right energy. Like I, I think we wake up at six at the moment. 5.55, Ellery said. 5.55, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start the day with just like writing, either I write down my dreams 
or I just write like kind of like reflective journaling and then I I started since last year listening a lot to kind of like frequencies like um positive energy frequencies or all these kind of, I don't know if you've ever listened to those but I've really for some reason got into them and like, Bianca does my ex-girlfriend yeah. she talks to me she's always encouraging me to like you guys would love each other so much oh my god like she's always giving me like if I'm not sleeping well or something like that she's telling me like what frequency I should be listening to before bed yeah. and stuff like that and I, I I just yeah I'm so bad I don't do enough but I, I would like to <laughs> Yeah, I always just put it on in like the background when I'm like working or writing and it's just like there. I sometimes play music for my plants as well. So what this is, this is something. Okay, so like frequency, like give me a little bit of context, example of like what frequency would play for what action or mood or purpose. I don't know. Effects to have I on I just you. tend to... Like I go to, depending on how I feel, if I like feel I want to just like uh, detox or detoxifying kind of like sound, yeah. I just tend to go to YouTube and type in the, the way I, what I feel and then just add frequency to it. And wow. there's just lots of like yeah, channels yeah. out there that specifically kind of cater to those kind of, which is, I really like it. That's and it cool. made me very aware of, just listening to music in general in the sense of like what kind of energy is the music carrying what kind of like lyrics are within certain like songs that could like track me down again I said that we will become more aware of these kind of like impacts of thoughts and energies mm -hmm. and what we like if we watch a, you can watch like a really intense series and after you can really feel that you're drained or at least I I do if it's like super violent and stuff. I can mm -hmm. like I can't do that all the time because it will just drain me. And also even to be become aware in like creating your work with that intention to like you want you wanted to become like energizing in that sense and not something that just puts someone into a depressive kind of state. Okay. So that being said, I guess it plays a lot with like our our subconscious mind and understanding our subconscious mind a lot better right. how it gets impacted by day to day life. So, how do you think about that in terms of what you're making, what you're writing, the songs, the music, you know, whatever you're creating? Do you, with your understanding of this, how does it factor in? I think we have put this in place a lot more in all the new stuff we've been writing. And especially like we released this song called Raise Yourself, which was like in the midst of lockdown. And that that's even to think about like we could, of course you're very, um, how do you say it? You are very, um, I'm just looking for the word, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, take um, You honor the feelings you have. And of course we have, sure. we have low feelings sometimes because that's how, that's how we work. But it's, I think, in the way of like, we can express those. But I think there's also so much power within expressing yourself through like music that could actually ha have a more kind of like uplifting energy for people to, to envision maybe hope somewhere. 
It's like people in a fight in my courtyard. <laughs> you got to play some positive frequencies. I don't know what they're doing. They're like yelling at each other in Spanish. I can't really hear what they're saying. It's very strange. I'm sorry. But yeah, definitely with, with this kind of like part of the creative process, we, we are more aware of that. And I think it's just being aware of it. Like, obviously not all the songs will be like happy, clappy, blah, 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 mm -hmm. because we have a whole range of emotions. But I think having the attention and creating consciously right. is very important. But I'm really intrigued to see how this is going to play out over time. And if we are becoming more like, we can literally create with the, the power of our minds. Mm. And what we feed to it. It's, it's a very like, it's another diet kind of thing. And we Absolutely. Are it's all connected. I mean, yeah, these questions come in sequence, not, you know, the, the, organically. They're all part of the same thing. You know, it's all a cycle. We're feeding yeah. ourselves and then we're making things and then they're being consumed and connected with other people and then our relationships with other people become part of our our flow part of our existence and then they become part of what we make and that's our life yeah and i guess for me like if you look at a bit of a tragic example like if you look at like little peeps work and the kind of like subject matter he kind of like sung about and expressed uh -huh. himself with and eventually that led to his end right. where you almost can like you repeat this kind of same narrative about yourself the whole time whole time whole time until it's like impressed on your like subconscious mind and you will attract a situation towards you that will lead to something or like i don't know you attract what you put out i really believe that mm -hmm. yeah i had a you probably don't know who he is because he's a Los Angeles based hip hop writer, but he's um, like a legendary. He's legendary at that. And he, he's on, we recorded yesterday and I'll, I'll post his episode next week. Um, but we talked about that. We talked about how, you know, rappers have, have the, the, you know, the, the suffering that's come, from he we, we specifically went into a story about one who's just been like who's had a really really tough go he's alive but he's like in jail and he's he's very very suppressed right now and he's like his lyrics have been used against him in court and things like that and um yeah it's very like the art and the suffering is in this vicious cycle where like the suffering creates the art but also creates more suffering and i don't know how um, the art helps to transcend the suffering in that situation. But I, I speak often of just like, you know, art is the, the, the best art. The art that I'm interested in is art made of suffering, art born of suffering, where it's internalized and then it's made external for others to understand the suffering and also to be the thing that works out. So I was talking to like editors on my film and talking about how this thing in the film happened to me. And it's me playing out a thing that really did happen. But then I extend it somewhere else to a part that didn't actually happen. And I, through this, get to experience the rest of it, all these other parts. So the filmmaking is, I'm not making a film about something I just understand. I'm not just like preaching this thing that I figured out. I'm actually using the film as a mechanism to 
understand more. And a little bit of it is like, yo, I know these things, but like, I don't know the rest. And I need to figure out a new way to think about those things in order to get any further. And that's what the filmmaking is for me. Same thing with music. My, you know, I've played you parts of my album, which like, it's about a girl and it's about me making stuff. And I align these things. I analog them because I want to figure out, you know, part of the making was figuring out how to make stuff. And part of it was figuring out how to reconcile, you know, it's a, it's a breakup album, but it's also a creative immersion album, emergence album. And, uh, and I, and I, they happened together and the making of this was the way that I figured out how to understand both. But yeah, but when I think about, you know, you talk about Lil Peep, it didn't, it didn't work out for him in that way. I don't know if that was the, I don't know if that was the framework. I don't know if that was the thinking. I think that's the best. That, that's when art is most productive is when like you have a problem and you, you, work through it with the art and then the art becomes part of the solution and then you embody that and others can see it yeah but you won't let the problem hold you hold you back i think like in the sense what happens when the art just like reinforces the problem yeah and it's like not identifying with the suffering or not letting that hold you in one place of course, you can start from a place of suffering and like it's a shared kind of like thing people go through. So it's important to share everyone's experiences. But we can also trend. I really believe we can transcend the suffering by changing our thought habits. The way we think about things, the way we program ourselves to think. And it's kind of like not identifying with a feeling so much like okay these can't go all the time and like but it's not me but they are part of my journey and i respect them and honor them mm-hmm. but i do not need to hold on to them because they in this sense quarantine is art in many ways it's artistic process it's bringing us to places that we hadn't been before yeah I mean, it's a massive like shadow work period. Sure. Like we're going through a, through a collective dark night of the soul, basically, with all the karma that's coming up. And Do you think we're going to get really masterpieces out of this? Or do you think it's just it an in-between? Be. I mean... No, people will definitely like, I, I think incredible work is going to come out of this, of course. And I think but that is what always will happen. But the more exciting thing is to be kind of like, I think we find ourselves in a period of time which we have never been in as a collective, like being alive. Like we've not have had a shared experience like this, not our generation or our parents. Right. And we were about to just like shift energies quite a lot. Like we're starting in a sense, a new paradigm, a new chapter. Mm-hmm. With, I don't know, like it's all still quite invisible, but you can you can sense it. You can sense it's coming. For me, like energetically, I'm re- I'm really quite like sensitive to towards those things and aware of them. Mm-hmm. But 
going back to like the the collective dark night of the soul america is currently having its pluto return which means that pluto returns to the chart where it was like at a at a date of birth so when america got created that's where it's back and pluto is very kind of like well lord of the un, uh, under un, underworld like quite like it's a has a really heavy transit like death and rebirth and i guess if we're looking at america at the moment you can see that happening it's like it's completely like that's going to be for me like looking at what's going on and like what's going to happen over time i think it's going to be completely restructured in like some sort of way i hope so it's inter it's actually interesting to see how it will play out but i think we're gonna have to go through quite a lot of heavy heavier stuff until we like all these mirror moments where we see mm. okay this is still wrong with the system this is still wor not working out there's power play that's wrong in this kind of like area of life but yeah, it's a very karmic, karmic time, time in history. <laughs> what are you going to do next? What have you thought of? Because we've had a few months now and have you, obviously the stuff that you're doing, you know, at home and making, but like, have you started thinking about anything, notes for yourself informally of just like how you're going to interact with the world maybe differently than before? Yeah, I guess you mean in what in what way do you mean? Sorry, you I don't know. I don't uh, have you know. Be it with people, be it with you know. Like I've thought, I was already on. For example, like I was already on this path, but it just got reinforced that like I want to live in, I want to live by the ocean most of the time, and I want to go to New York and Los Angeles when I do stuff. I want to go. Like this is my life plan is like I'm going to just I want to get a house in Oaxaca with a few bedrooms and have like you guys come visit me for a few weeks and we do something or we just hang out whatever yeah. and I just I have like a revolving door of like awesome connection through that but I'm like in a place where because I can work remotely I, this has proven it like for everything and then I go to New York and Los Angeles or wherever else um, to record music to shoot films to get my cultural diet like i like the last time i was in new york was ugh, amazing i went for 10 days and i've only been in america for like 10 days this year i've been in out of the country for most of it um and i was in new york and i went in and i had opera like three operas two ballets theater i saw every opening i was there for like the opening week of uh, it was it was like the time when all the Broadway shows open. Um, so I went to all the previews that ended up not opening because of quarantine. So I left right when quarantine started. Um, so I saw everything. I went to rendezvous with French cinema. I went to all the museums that I wanted to go to. I, I did all the art stuff, ate all the meals I wanted to eat, saw all the friends I wanted to see. I just packed in life and art and culture yeah. into like 10 days. And then I left and then I, breathed again and i want to you know hola um and i want to think about that in terms of um like th that's how i want to use cities and people i want to just like dive in and like go to new york to shoot the film and that's two weeks or 
three months, whatever it is, you know, go to Los Angeles for my five days of sessions and then like be out and be somewhere beautiful and meditative and contemplative. And yeah, th th that's something that I've started thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too. Like you're thinking quite like long-term, which of course we're also doing, but I, I think it's hard to tell where like the, the, the um, what's happening in the outside world at the moment. Mm-hmm how that's going to affect, but we're, we're still like, we're busy. We're currently having like a, a recording set up and we're just working on songs. We have like, I guess two albums worth of songs at the moment. And then I've been working on so exciting. Some, like more, more kind of like personal creative work because I've over these years, I've just been collecting research and I really felt the urge to kind of like start expressing more through like, myself as well in the sense of like I have, I have all these ideas and i need to come out so i have to like start start like working on them and, and finding a platform and finding a way to to put them out but then next to that me and Valerie have been really interested by this kind of like communal living and kind of like learning okay. more about permaculture being like What's not reliant permaculture is um like you you kind of like it has to do with like gardening but you you design a garden in a way that it all makes sense together so you if you do it really in that people create like they have like fish tanks that are interacting with the watering system mm. and then blah 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 but it's basically kind of like being self-sufficient self-sustaining to grow your own food Love and it. i think we've been been quite like interested in kind of like learning more about that and then that I have this desire to, Gotta come to, to Mexico. take on like, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's yeah, such a great place to do that. Like I'm around really, all the people here are really growers. Brown. It's great. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, agriculture, really would like greenhouses. It. It's great. Like the number one avocado yeah. producer is like my homie. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's yeah, like, he's we, like, yeah, we're the, we produce the most avocados period. I'm like, whoa, cool. He's like, yeah, we're number two in tomatoes. <laughs> We were supposed to come to Mexico, actually, but we were working on a film, a soundtrack of a film, but cool. that obviously got all yeah, like yeah. cancelled because right. of this whole period. But we're still planning, planning everything out. And I think also just kind of like letting everything ease a little bit more in summer, like have a just like an easy energy and then get more focus to our like autumn or like had some like work kind of stuff. I can't wait to see what, I, I mean, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just have a feeling that this is not over yet. This whole period, I think we are Man, very optimistic. I unfortunately <laughs> agree. And I don't, <laughs> it's just there, you know, when you have like a feeling, you're like, no, nah, nah, it's, it's all happening too soon. We've not learned any lessons. We might nope. have learned a few, but there's too much. There's that's more coming up and I just, I need to be kind of like mindful and aware that, that it's going to come in as well. So I don't want to overload with lots of like projects. The 1918 play. Everything very like. <laughs> uh, someone sent me the 
what the do you map say? of the someone sent me today because I was like ranting about friends. I'm I'm getting calls from friends in New York. I'm getting you know they're just like loose and they're just over it and ready to be back in the world. And I'm I'm terrified by that. I think that's so stupid and small and you know selfish and and just like you know it's it's fucked. It's just it's really sad. Um, and yeah, I had a friend. So I've been like speaking on my Instagram about it, and my friend responded and sent me the the numbers for the 1918 plague and and he's like you know and and it's there were three waves and he's like we're here and and it's the yeah. beginning and the second one is the I biggest yeah. and and he showed me and 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 I was like yeah I I get it and like I was uh today actually oh yeah it's May 27th um I was this was originally I I never like I said it from the beginning September is the next time I will consider I will move I I was like in March, I said, I'm going to be here till September. And everyone was like, you're crazy. No way. And I was like, I, I'm telling you, September. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, I'll sign a lease till September right now because I do not think I'm moving until then. I do not think this is going to work out the way that you think it is. And um, yeah, and it's May 27th. This was the day I was supposed to leave. And of course, I'm not leaving. Like, we're supposed to reopen New York City tomorrow. And it's going to be so fucked it's going to, it's just going to be awful. And I want nothing to do with it. I'm terrified for, you know, like there's, yeah, I'm just, I'm scared for like, like most people I don't give a fuck about, like they're just being idiots and like whatever. But yeah, there's people that like, I really love, like my best friend has two kids there and her fucking husband that she's getting divorced from is such a motherfucker. And he takes them to the fucking beach with all these people because he wants to drink and he's lonely. And he's like, he takes the fucking kids. One of them has fucking asthma and he's four. No, sorry. He's, he's three, just turned three. Um, and he's fucking asthma. And the guy like, won't the guy like works around the rules. Like he threatens her with like custody shit. If like, he can't take the kids places like to, to barbecues and shit, it's fucked up. And, um, and, and the kid has fucking yeah. asthma and yeah. And yeah. like, I have a few people that like, I just really care about and they're in New York and they can't go anywhere. And they're all varying degrees of, of crazy right now. Conversations with people in New York are really, really hard. They're all going through like, like that friend of mine, I got in, like, it wasn't a fight. It was just like a very shitty conversation that we had to like end. And then right after we were like, yo, I'm sorry. Like I did not mean that to go that way. Like, and we were both like, yeah, totally. Like both, you know, like our fault, like we did not mean, but what we were talking about was she was kind of like excusing her, you know, uh, self-defeating habits by the, you know, the virus. And she's she, by, by the quarantine, by the self-distancing. She's like, I can't solve my problems because of this. And I'm like, I think that you're just using it as a cop-out, you know? And, and she just got like, she's very unstable. And she's very upset right now. And, and, and all of my friends in New York are very upset right now. And they're reacting in different ways. Some of them are like cool customers, like, oh, whatever, it's all good. It's not that big of a deal. But that's their own, that's that own, a different expression of pain. And man, I am not, I'm just, I'm very, very upset by all of it. Um, I'm so happy to be where I am. And I'm worried. I'm happy that my family is not someone I have to worry about. I'm happy that my family stays in the country and, doesn't fuck around my 22 year old brother who I was a little worried about doing dumb shit doesn't seem to be doing dumb shit seems to be sticking to himself I know that my my sister is like the last person in the world that would ever do dumb shit like she's taking care of her three-year-old they're super on top of it but like I, I'm thankful that I don't have to worry about them 
and my grandma's stay at home. But like, I have a lot of friends that I fucking worry about and I don't know. It's bad. We're going to have another scary period again. I think it should have, yeah. it should have never not been scary. In the sense of, no, because it's like, it's, it's not everyone over. is going through the same thing. Like, for us, it was also quite like financially, everything just got swept away. Yep. We're like, okay, but it, it felt, it still felt intense, but at least you felt like, okay, everyone is going through a very similar kind of yeah. like state. So yeah. there was a really weird sense of like relating to, to everyone because we're all in the same kind of like. It's crazy. Our generation was already. Someone owned. is like. Like we already have been renting from the boomers you know for our whole lives like millennials have been paying for access to the people like we rent properties from people two generations above us for our whole lives and that's we're yeah. that's it we're gonna do that forever now whoever was like about to get like i was about to get back to like financial stability with my art i was about to be there i had financial stability i gave it up I was about to get financially stable again. I was about to be someone who could maybe own something in a little while. I'm not going to own something for a long time unless my parents help me out. I'm going to have my art feeding my art like at break even for a long time now. And, and so are you. Yeah. And I think many with us, like everyone is in this situation. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's a, I think also for the kind of like time being and summer, because it will feel a lot lighter because people will think it's like less and being in the sun is also good. Like it will like kind of like, it's good for your immune system to mm -hmm. be out in the sun and it will be like a lighter period than the beginning of this year. Yeah. But then to kind of like be aware that it could dip again and have a way bigger spike than before. And also yeah, if it creates aware a false sense of like, comfort, okay, it could be worse. Yeah. But then also, okay, like we we do have the resources maybe to share our creativity, maybe mm. to like, I don't know, do live sessions or whatever, but to be able to understand that we could in some way bring an ease or like um, a, a lighter element to this whole situation and being being of service in that sense. And, and I, I don't know, like sharing our experiences and sharing how we cope with certain things, sharing our stories. I think that is super important in times like this and your responsibility. If you are an artist and you have that platform and you can reach out, if that's your kind of like vibe for your work, like for yeah. us, it works like that. But I think it's like being aware of that and being prepared for that and then sharing, sharing your knowledge. We got to make stuff to figure out what the system is because we have to build the system and we need to, we need to we just need to make stuff and figure it out as we go along we need to rebuild it yeah reconstitute it yeah like we have to look what's not working and kind of like there are so many interesting books out there that you could like talk yeah. about new new systems new of like creating this new world and i think to emerge yourself in that if you if you are feeling like mentally okay to to take that to take it on and to kind of like emerge yourself in and speak with others and like challenge challenge each other's on on those ideas and like thoughts and and right. being ready to to create once all of this comes down we need the talking points we need the art to be the talking point to be the the gathering points for that kind of conversation and the the, the connecting points yeah well I think we have a call in a few minutes. 
with yeah, Ellery and Thomas to talk about this shit. So as we're talking about making stuff, maybe we can to be continued and uh, I'm sure we'll do this again. And this has been amazing and enlightening and invigorating and energizing to me. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time right now. I appreciate all the work that you've done. I've been loving reading and listening to all of your posts on Patreon. Uh, I posted the link in the Ellery episode. I'll post it again in this episode. There's really, really great stories and new music and new versions of existing music. A lot to dive into. It's, it's a cool way to experience the art. They really surround it with, with a, lot of, a lot of meat. And they're going to do more. And I'm excited for that. And uh, yeah, it's been really gonna... great to like have us separate on episodes as well to get both sure. of our personalities through. In that that was a good idea. That was yeah. Ebony's idea. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I we tend to that. always like talk from the two of us, but obviously there's, there's two, there's two. Yeah. Quite big characters within this. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good back to back listen for people to get the full. And then they could dive into the to the music and, and all the new yeah. writing that's out there. Uh all right. Well, hey, thank you so much. And thank you I for mean, having me. It's we're great. just gonna hang up and get on another call. And <laughs> so I'll yeah. talk to you in a few minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna go make another tea. But um yeah, thank you so much and i'm thank really you. happy that thank people you. got to got to listen to this and bianca you guys need to connect <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you for your energy. i'll talk to you in like five minutes yeah. <laughs> cool. right. see ya bye-bye